Hi friends, it's me, Diana Piquet, and it's Weight Loss Wednesday. Welcome! I'm a West Coast mama who has yo-yoed with weight my whole adult life. Over the last couple of years, I've been really doing my best to lean hard on a self-loving approach that would keep my weight in check, and it was realistic enough for me to do for the rest of my life. I'm really tired out from 40 years of losing a bunch of weight and then slowly gaining it back over time. It's been exhausting. I wanted to take care of this beautiful body of mine because I love being alive and I want to be a vibrant, confident, and healthy version of myself. I've been learning, journaling, reading. I've been listening to my own self-talk. I've been making some mistakes and yet observing my confidence growing week after week. I wanted to share my journey because I know what it's like to feel embarrassed or alone over this issue. And the truth is you absolutely are not. I hope you have a listen and I hope that in some way you can take some of this, apply it to your life and see some benefits. I'm so excited to share with you. And as always, I'm cheering you on from Huntington Beach. Diana Fiquet, happy weight loss Wednesday. I have been doing this. Uh, I've been doing my podcast for a couple of years. I've got 250-ish episodes, and I used to just do it and turn it out. I believe it was Mondays, and it was just everything from like mom life to... Oh, everything, marriage and everything. And then I got interested about a year ago. Um, really, really, I, I basically what happened was I had COVID. And during COVID, I finally took this course I had downloaded about weight loss. And it was called the No BS Weight Loss. And her name's uh, Corinne Crabtree. And she had a little free course and I took it. And it really changed the course of how I look at my eating, my food, but mostly it changed my viewpoints on uh, starting over and uh, being kind to myself and the ways that I would talk to myself. And it really kind of opened my eyes to what I had been doing and why I was unable to really sustain long-term weight loss. I was always able to like, you know, buckle down and drop 25 and get in better shape and you know, I even won a little fitness competition at a local gym. They had us like lifting and they had us eating, you know, these, you know, they gave us basically um, our recipes for the week and what we could eat and all this stuff. And and I actually won a little competition, but I never have been able to like win the competition of being just like a regular old naturally eating thin person who was able to put down a bag of pretzels without eating the whole thing or, you know, not eat all the M&Ms before the credits were even done. And I wouldn't even share with my husband. I would just eat all of them. I think one time I ate all the m and uh, the milk duds so fast that I like pulled off a crown. Like I've always just been that kind of like just heavy appetite, big eater, right? So it's been such a joy over the last year to tune into myself, uh, tune out of the negative bullshit, like, you know, I'm not good enough. This is never going to happen. And I really popped on a like, this isn't happening yet. I still have to learn about this kind of a mentality. And one of the things that's really helped me to do that, um, for sure, is listening to Corinne Crabtree's podcast. I believe it's called Losing 100 with Corinne. Um, that's been one thing having like maybe, you know, a couple times a week being able to just tune in and kind of listen to some um, advice or listen to her clients getting coached or whatever the deal has been. But another thing that's really helped me is to teach about it myself. And they say that um, someone who teaches what they're learning or shares about what they're learning 
has a much higher likelihood of learning a lot faster and retaining it and being successful at what they're trying to do. So it's kind of been almost like a selfish aspect of it, um, the podcasting part on Wednesdays. But I love it. I'm glad you're here nonetheless. Um, I have a lot of really exciting, I'm going to start interviewing people. Uh, The first one is my husband. And he's lost 30 pounds in the last six months. And his story is really incredible. It's really, really incredible, the changes that he's made. He actually quit drinking two years ago. And then he just sort of has, on top on top of that, had like layered things and layered things. And it seems like he now has this formula that is not actually that hard. The guy is not trying that hard. And he looks amazing. It's crazy. It's very inspiring. So I'm going to be interviewing him. Um, but what I wanted to talk to you about today was how to gain weight, um, and bounce back quicker. And when I say bounce back, I don't mean bounce back. Like, you know, there's like this big anti bounce back culture. They want you to call it bounce forward after you have a baby. You don't bounce back into that same old body. And I agree. But I think a big part of, um, you could call it bouncing back. I don't mean it in that way. I mean more like catching and recalibrating, catching and recalibrating. Because for me, my old habit is, like I said before, like volume eating, eating the wrong foods. But then once I do that once, which I'm never going to stop doing that, there's going to always be a moment, you know, of course, it's less and less now that I find myself nervously at a bunco just eating all of the ruffles and onion dip and not leaving the appetizer. Like I've learned some ways to, to curb my overeats. But by far the biggest takeaway from doing the program and spending this whole year focused on this is that I really had to tune into myself. I think what I was doing before was I was in this cycle where I would overeat, talk really badly to myself about it, gain weight, ignore it, get on with all the other things that you have to do in life when you're raising kids or climbing the corporate ladder or whatever you're doing. It's busy, whether you're taking care of your parents. And I would tune out. I was not tuned in to myself around this subject at all. And I was using food a lot to comfort myself over things that I wasn't happy about, whether it was money, uh, finances, friendships, Uh, my relationship with my family members, whatever the deal was, I would comfort myself with food. And then I would get on a scale. I would avoid the scale for a while. I'd get on the scale and be like, wow, no wonder my jeans, I need to use, do the rubber band trick in the buttonhole. And if any of you don't know what that is, look it up on YouTube. It's a fun way to make your pants a little bit bigger. No wonder I'm doing that trick right now because I have gained 25 pounds. And the thing is, when you're a tall girl, you can gain 25 pounds and that's when you start knowing it. You don't gain five pounds and be like, oh, I gained five pounds. I can really tell. You really can't tell. Um, And so I would like pack on the weight and then I would, oh, shame myself. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm starting something Monday or I'm starting something January 1 or I'm starting something at the beginning of the month. And I would, you know, jump into that perfection thing, do that for 30, 60, maybe even 90 days. I'd post about it online. I would lose a bunch of weight through being mostly perfect. And then I would do that same cycle again. Something would happen. And instead of learning how to cope in a different way, I would start coping with food and it would just slip away. And it was that same up and down, back and forth cycle. And I didn't really realize it because I wasn't journaling. 
I wasn't tracking what I ate. I wasn't paying attention to myself. I was just kind of numb. To gaining weight and then recalibrating more quickly. And I have struggled with this over and over and over again, but I must say in the last year, it has been so much more under control with me. And I would say the first thing that I've done is I've really learned to tune into myself. Um, You know, like what are the things that I struggle with and what are the things that I shine at, you know? And, and the, the way that I ended up doing this was through a lot of journaling, making specific time every day to just sit down for five to 10 minutes to actually journal about what the day before was like. And yes, I had to overeat and this was why, or no, I didn't. I had a lot of control yesterday and I felt really good about the way I ate or noting like, wow, I had, I've had salads and like healthy proteins the last couple of days and I'm feeling amazing. Like if you don't take the time to actually tune into you, you don't have that weapon um, of knowledge about yourself and power and really weight loss and a health journey is so different for everyone. So it's important to know thyself, know, you know, I feel really good eating meat or I don't feel so good eating meat or I really love, um, beans or I don't do so well on sugar. I mean, I didn't even realize like how much I'm affected by cereal and bagels. I mean, it just makes me fart all day long. And by taking away whatever's in bagel and whatever's in sugar, um, I eat, if I have bread, I have Dave's killer bread, which is like highly nutty, nutty, weedy. I don't know. I'm not a professional in that area, but it just, I just know myself. I feel much better if the only bread I'm getting is that. Really going on a journey to get to know yourself can feel so selfish, weird, corny, embarrassing. Like I don't really tell people, I mean, I tell you guys, but I don't run around telling the average Joe to the extent that like I take a picture of myself and then I'll put it in my um, app, my journaling app on my phone and just be like, yeah, I was feeling this kind of way today and I was feeling really secure, insecure about blah, blah, blah. And then it turned out like this without actually focusing on yourself. All these lessons can really pass you by because we're so busy. We've got so many other things we're taking care of. We do so much for other people, but you really, really, really can get into a place where you can stop weight, weight gain quickly and recalibrate and get back on your plan if you know yourself and what is great for you and what's not so great. Here's a great example for me. Um, because I know myself really well, I know that my power hours are in the morning. I'll get up, I get my workout done, I get my food plan done, I'm defrosting dinner, I'm journaling, I'm getting so much done in the morning. Uh, walking and talking with a friend or I'm at the gym, I get a lot of my podcasting done. My power hours are in the morning. In the evening, it's a joke how not great I am. Like if I haven't planned what my kids are going to eat at dinner, it's a, it, they call it free for all. Hey mom, it's tonight free for all. They can tell because the table's not set. There's nothing like cooking on the stove and they know like they actually kind of like it sometimes because they don't end up having to do dishes because we don't all sit at the table and eat together. So a couple nights a week, they call it free for all um, because I am no good in the evening. Um, if I sit down to watch TV at like before the dinner hour, so say I'm like, oh, I want to sit down and rest. I just want to unwind. I want to tune out. I want to numb out. I will sit down on the couch and start watching, say, I don't know, girly show, Emily in Paris. 
get an episode or two in and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what sounds good? Pretzels. You know what sounds good? Popcorn. You know what sounds good? That stale thing of caramel corn that's been half open and sitting in there for 30 days. And I don't have a lot of resistance. So knowing where I shine, I build on that. I'm like, I shine in the morning. So I'm going to plan my workouts. I'm going to plan my podcast again. I'm going to have higher energy. I'm going to plan my life in the morning. In the evening, knowing where I don't shine, I put some protective measures in, okay? I have some plans for when, first of all, I try not to watch a lot of TV in the afternoon. I try and find other things like I'll paint with my daughter or we'll play Legos or um, sometimes I'll go like do uh, my errands. Um, in the afternoon, anything to kind of like get me away from like sitting on the couch and just watch it's the TV and the snacking that go hand in hand, right? So I've made a contingency plan for that. And you can do the same thing. You can think about like, am I, you know, I'm horrible in the morning. I, I hate the mornings or, um, I'm really great in a group fitness. I love Zumba or I love roller skating or I love whatever. That's where you shine, build on that. But if there's an area where you don't shine and every time you go to do it, you're like, oh, I've signed up for this, you know, whatever thing and I don't want to do it. I signed up for Weight Watchers and I get really intimidated going in there. I don't like standing on a scale in front of someone. Don't go. Figure out something else. If it's not working for you, it's okay. Everybody's an individual. Weight loss is an individual game. And whatever works for you is whatever's going to work for you. And everybody's different. Okay, kiddos, this is my last point uh, to make about um, when you realize you're starting to gain weight and you're like, uh, hold up, wait, I've been working so hard. I want to recalibrate. How do I recalibrate? How do I hold up that recalibration flag? I need help. Let go of the self-loathing because you, you need to know thyself. We talked about that. You know, you need to be also kind to yourself. So when you notice, okay, here I am again. I'm sitting on the couch. I just made it through the Costco size bag of pretzels. I'm almost done. Okay, let's let's pause the TV show and note. Note how I feel. I feel bloated. I feel like I'm dying for water because I've had so much salt. I feel like I have a wound in the top of the roof of my mouth because I've been chomping on pretzels and I might have to have stitches up there. Do we want to keep going, Diana? Like tune in, right? That's what we talked about. Also, once you tune in, hey, do we want to keep eating? We can. Or do we want to stop? Once you tune in, don't throw in the loathing. Oh, here we go again, Diana. Here you are again with this stupid overeating. We're never going to get anywhere. Why do you always have to be such a loser? You're going to always be fat, yada, yada, yada. It gets you nowhere. All you have to do is stop and say, look, I'm noting it. What can I learn? Run to your journal. Write down. Like, what did I learn? My mouth hurts. It's salty. I'm bummed. I know that I'm. this is going to take 24 hours to process out of my body. That's Okay. I caught it. I'm restarting again. If you cut out that loathing, the loathing is the space that takes you so much more time before you can recalibrate. Skip the loathing. Go straight to, okay, I'm recalibrating. What's my next step? My next step is I'm going to journal about it. I am going to talk about how many fewer times I've been having these overeats and that this rarely happens to me anymore or whatever the deal is. And I'm going to make a plan for what my next meal is. You know, maybe you want to make a meal plan for the next two or three days and talk about what you're going to eat for the next two or three days. Maybe you want to think about water. Maybe you want to think about having a better uh, plan around pretzels. 
Maybe you want to, you know, get some Ziploc baggies and just do some individual. That way, if you're going to eat all the Ziploc baggies, at least there's like a speed bump that you're like, wait, this is my third bag. Wait, this is my fourth bag. So what contingency plan can you put around it? The loathing, it's just, it's pointless. Like hating yourself or hating something that you've done gets you nowhere. So skip from that, go from knowledge into kindness. I love myself and I'm trying. I have not mastered this yet. Put that yet at the end. Anything that you say, I have not mastered this. Um, I have not figured this out yet. You know, put the yet at the end because it's so true. You are working on this and you can continue working on this. And it is so exciting because you can make some pretty massive changes by making some pretty small. Okay, friends, I am so excited to have talked to you about this because I have to say one of the things that has saved all the effort that I've put in this year towards losing the 20 pounds that I have, I still want to lose another 15 or so more. All of that and being able to enjoy the experience has been around recalibrating. There has never been like a stretch of a perfect week or a perfect month. My God, not a perfect month for sure. Um, So everything has been around, oh yeah, we went out and had ice cream and I thought I was going to recalibrate, but then the next night the kids heard about it and they wanted to go back too. So we went two nights in a row for ice cream. Okay, let's throw our recalibration flag up. How are we going to move forward? So I think that there's so much to be said for dropping the perfectionism, getting back into the recalibration and think about what are my next best steps and what have I been doing so right that I can build on for 2023. I think it's kind of exciting. So do not buy into any of the dumb diet culture that's going to be smacking you in the face in the next two weeks when the new year comes. Don't buy into any of that. You, I'm not saying don't join a program if there's something that you think would help you. I'm just saying don't let it make you feel bad. Don't let it make you feel less than. You can do this weight loss thing, this health thing, this journey thing in a loving way where you are celebrated and you're paying more attention to your wins than the things that are hard. And you can learn a new thing, even though it's difficult. You can do it. Lots of people do it. I know you can do it. I am really, really excited. I've seen so many positive changes this last year in myself and so many positive changes um, in people around me that I've been talking to. So while it is a lot of hard work, hard work, we are worth it. We deserve it. And we have a long life to live. So it's very important to tune into ourselves, get kind to ourselves, let go of that self-loathing and move forward into a leveled up 2023. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I hope that you have a great rest of your day. I'll be in your ears real soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Diana Show. If you want to hear about weight loss, you got to tune in on Wednesdays. And if you want to hear about parenting, self-development, second marriages, blending a family of seven people in a three-bedroom house, mental health awareness, and all the other things that are the pieces of the puzzle that have been bringing us joy, tune in on Mondays. To connect with me, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Thanks, friends.